Montante's World, episode 49. I'm here with Visionless Dave. I believe out of the, the 49 episodes, this being number 49, this is the third or fourth you're on? I think third, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so third you're on, which that's a uh, 6%, which actually is, I've done a shit ton of episodes, apparently. That's not even that much, but yeah, you have been on a decent amount. Um, do you I think I'm going to go over? I was pretty jealous that Gig got the 90-minute episode. You know, listen, that's like- that's up to the guest. He just I, I had 50 <laughs> minutes of material and he just kept yapping. And <laughs> and actually, I think the, the last portion might have been the best. So when we were, yeah. when we were off script, it was um it was pretty good. So. Yeah, and he's it. the Dion Jackson of the KMS world. He booked the big time ghost, the uh, ghost guest. Hopefully he's not a ghost yet. Uh, Harmon. I think Harmon will be on in 2022. So. Wow. Big thing. If you're one of his million fucking followers, which I was unaware of, if you're one of his million followers on other platforms. You can catch him on Montante's world, believe it or not, in the next few weeks. How, how much did uh, you finding out he had millions of followers change your perception of him? Oh, it was, it was mind-boggling. Um, <laughs> his Twitter presence isn't that strong. Hold on, I have a little, I have a little paint chip that's going to bother me. I have to throw it out. Give me a second. His Twitter presence isn't that strong. But he was like, Gig was like talking to me about it and like explaining it. And I didn't think Gig was lying, but like I haven't experienced it in real life. And then my girlfriend was like sitting on the couch. And I heard like you know, out of toilet paper, you know, use uh, use your hand, yeah. be a man. I was like, what was what did you just listen to? She's like, oh, what? And she like replayed it, and I was like, you know this human? He's like, oh yeah, he's great. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, dude. So I'm a I was a TikTok guy. I recently got banned off TikTok, and it's had. How do you get banned off life. TikTok? Uh, people get banned a lot. Um. The TikTok comment section is one of the most unruly. There's a comment section on TikTok. Oh yeah, it's like Instagram. You know, every video has comments. Oh, that's wild! I know they are so mean in Instagram in TikTok comments. Like, oh, like there will be videos that go viral if it's just like some college girl just you know taking like a selfie or something. Oh no! Why would that be normal? And it'll just be like. It oh, should no. maybe her eyes are a little too far apart or, or her oh. forehead might be a little big. And the whole comment section will just be like, she looking east and west at the same time. Oh, like, you know, just no. like are little you one-liners. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very mean, but it's very funny. What are this and, what are um, what are his comment sections like? Uh Harmon, I don't know. It's it's only a certain type of video has funny comments, but so I knew about Harmon from TikTok and then Finding out he was a minifan was like very weird. So I had it the opposite way, kind of where I was like, "Wow, Be a man guy is a minifan? Like, what the fuck? Like, That's I've definitely crazy. seen that guy on TikTok. Yeah, so very weird. I wonder in his comments, like on several videos, are like, are there like younger girls? Like, oh, he's so hot. Um, I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll dive in and do some investigation into Harmon's TikTok comments. Yes, and you are I'll, a good journalist. I w- I want that yeah. looked into. I'll look into it. I'm sure he would know. I could ask him firsthand, but um, I want you to do some uh, investigative work into it. But let's get into college football. Um, Stop me if you've heard this before, but uh, I'm hearing the U is back. The Canes are back, and this time it's for real. I can't even – I could do a 10-hour podcast on the Canes right now. Okay, so what was the biggest – so if you had to rank the two things, um, you guys stealing Radakovich – what would you rank mm-hmm. down a scale one to ten of importance? Well, more important than getting Radakovich, who was for your listeners that aren't. Well, I'm gonna give you two things on this. 
I'm gonna give you uh, two he, things. So Radikovich was a Clemson athletic yeah. director. Okay. Yes. Well, on scale one ten, how big was that? Ten, not just because of him, but because we got rid of the person he replaced, who was corrupt and a lackey for the board of trustees, and should burn in hell for what he did to our program for ten years. Okay, Blake oh, James, man. say his name. Blake James, die, burn in hell. Hearing hearing that is a different outlook. I didn't I didn't have on that. Okay, so if he's a ten, um, you guys being able to, which was the most obvious thing of all time, uh, being able to to nab. Uh, Mario Cristobal, who's obviously a Cuban descent from Florida, who uh, was always able to recruit in Florida, even at Oregon, was able to recruit in Florida, bringing him back home to Miami. How big was that on a scale one ten? Not only from Florida, from Miami, went to Columbus High School, which is like a very prestigious, historic Miami high school. Lots of Canes. Shout out Andrew Andrew Diamande. He was a two-star Clemson recruit back in 2002. That's how how gross my mind is. I remember that. (laughs) Um, it is, uh, like, so I'm a Wolves fan too, Wolverhampton Wanderers, and we were squandering away in obscurity for about 20 to 30 years, the whole beginning part of my life. And then we got bought by basically the Chinese government by rich Chinese owners. They spent a bunch of money and now we're in the premier league, you know, finished seventh, our first two seasons up. So it's very similar to that where Miami, so I'm in the weeds on this. I can give you the full rundown. We're a small private school. People forget that. About 10,000 undergrad. Um, the football program kind of built the branding for the U. Everybody knows the U. Uh, and their philosophy with the football program always was that the athletic department will pay for itself. You know, we're not going to spend money on it. We're not going to invest on it. But what the football program did brought in a lot of money and Miami has a really big nursing school. They're really big in health. They have a hospital, a huge hospital in Miami, huge uh, medical research um, initiatives. And so during COVID our normal year of revenue for the university pre COVID was around a hundred million during the COVID year, we made like $450 million. So we profited big time off COVID and um, basically our president, saw it necessary that we get the football program back on track, largely because Kirk Herbstreet on college game day called out the administration, called out our AD. Uh, Miami, everything is corrupt in Miami, so our board of trustees was corrupt. Manny Diaz's father, our former coach, was the mayor of Miami for a long time, so it's super corrupt there. He probably should have never had the job, but long story short, the Canes are back. So what? So do you think um, the hiring of him is does is that be done be, as a result of Radikovich being hired, or that if Radikovich stayed at Clemson, you guys didn't poach our uh, athletic director like a bunch of scumbags? If you kept the same athletic director, do you think Mario Cristobal is the head coach of Miami today? Yes, Mar is a weird situation because we we're looking for a coach and an AD at the same time. Now, normally the AD hires the coach, so yes, uh, it's a rare circumstance. Normally, if if an AD was looking for a job and they were hiring a brand new coach, they'd be like, "Why would I take this job?" You know, basically their livelihood is hiring the right coach. So, if it wasn't Mario, if it wasn't someone that's proven, I think it would have been a lot harder. But um, Dan Radakovich, a Miami alum. I'm not sure if you know that went to Miami. I did not know that. Um, yeah, he went to Miami. So like he's coming home as well. There's a very strong, like, uh, presence of old people kind of coming back to the program recently. Um, but it's huge. So yeah, to answer your question, we would have, we had technically had Mario first, 
I don't know that if we don't get Mario, if Radakovich comes, to be honest. And okay, so a little bit of vice versa there. Um, yeah, so and Venables, you know, leaving for Oklahoma. I know that's where I'm, I'm going there next. Impact. I'm going there next, you dirtbag. Um, when I was in West Virginia, I was talking to Nadeau and a couple of his buddies who are big on college football. And I said, Do you guys honestly think? Because I saw, you know, you, Fat Daver, talk about Clemson's done, blah, 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 talking shit over one bad year. By the way, you guys have not won 10 games since 2003. Um, we've won 10 games like the last nine years. We won 10 games this year. Um, False. Clemson hasn't, isn't going games. anywhere. But Nadeau <laughs> said, Nadeau said, Clemson's dead. Venable's gone. He's going home to Oklahoma. Um, and our offensive coordinator, Clemson Walk-On, used to play. Tony Elliott is now taking over Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall spot at Virginia. He took back. You remember uh, when Venables was going nuts on the side? Remember Get Back Guy? Yeah, that dude, he's gone. He's gone to Virginia. <laughs> so we're sputtering all over the place. They're hiring within, which I kind of like, I think, because we hired Dobble from within. So I don't think you can go wrong there until you go wrong. So I don't know. It's bizarre. Do you think Clemson's dead? Here's what I will say about Clemson. We'll know if they're dead after this year. I think it gets overhyped that um, people think they were way worse this year than they actually were. They kind of, towards the end of the season, rounded it out. I mean, clearly they have a yep. problem at quarterback. Losing Venables, who knows? You're at a crossroads right now with this program. You could go into obscurity and be Miami for the past 20 years. Uh -huh. um, or, you know, I believe in Dabo, I think... He's not an X's there and O's guy. He's not a he's not a scheme guy. So it's not like you're losing some scheme that was the key to he's your success. He's a culture guy. He's a culture guy. He's a leader of men. There are questions to how he's adapting to this NIL era. Yeah, he we're gonna touch on that. Once say <laughs> that he would he would retire if kids got paid. But yeah, look, he's a smart guy. It's, I, I'm not a college basketball guy, but I know Coach K used to say, "I'll never do one and done." And then, you know, yeah. switch to one and done. You like, Dabo, yeah, Dabo as easily yeah. as that. He'll be doing TikToks yep. with players. And um, look, he, he's a he's a leader of men. He's proven. He built a little mini dynasty. You're at a crossroads, though. Like, things oh, can yeah. go left or oh, yeah. right from here. If you're this bad is this again, is adversity. if you're bad again this year, you're in some real trouble. Well, when trouble. I say when you say bad again, like you, you touched on it earlier, that just like something came off the tongue. I think we weren't bad this year. Um, I think next year the Clemson has to win eleven games at least. We're probably going to finish eleven and three. I'm talking about when I say eleven games, I mean that includes the ACC championship. That includes, you know, we we lost to Georgia, who may win it all. Um, we lost it, to it's Pittsburgh, not even, who was. It's not even that you were bad though. You got it was just ugly football, like low. It just scoring. wasn't Clemson. You're used to us. It you're used Clemson. to us seeing. You know, are you're used to seeing us just be able to go up and down the field at times. And then you saw the vintage defense of Venables with James Scalsey, linebacker, fucking beat the shit out of people, get the ball back, and we're three and out. And you're like, what the fuck am I watching? And then you're seeing slant rounds, you're seeing ukulele, you know, airmail it or take a sack. You're like, what am I watching? I did not realize what I was watching for a long time. Yeah. It yeah, was I bizarre. Mean, you, you had two generational talent quarterbacks basically back-to-back -back with Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence. Three. And, three. Yeah. Three Who quarterbacks. Who? Taj Boyd. <laughs> get, get out of here. Don't laugh at that. I, I, th I think you ship <laughs> this Hawaiian kid back to Hawaii. Go get yourself a young 18-year-old kid. I know you got a kid from Connecticut, right? 
no, Tyson Famachua, he just transferred, but we have the number one quarterback in the nation coming in from Westlake High School. That's where Clayton Kershaw went. That's where uh, Matthew Stafford's from. We went down to Texas. My neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. Westlake, Texas. Westlake and in, in Texas. Okay, we have a Westlake too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a bunch of us. Yeah, this kid. Okay, yeah, you want quarterbacks from Texas, not Hawaii. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. At 1,000. Cade Klubinex is coming in. So I'm going to be intrigued to see how that situation plays out. Like, I think DJ, out of respect, will get the starting job. But if he has two bad consecutive drives and this kid comes in, he'll be like Deshaun Watson came in um, after a couple bad drives, I think, from Cole Stout. And then he just lit it up, and he never looked back. I think we're gonna be very similar to that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. If he, I mean, if they give him the start, it should be an open competition in camp, just like it always should be. I do fear that Dabo is a little bit like caught in the take with this kid. Like Dabo loved him, you know, went all out to get him, and then there's that thing where coaches get blinders on and they want to prove more that they weren't wrong about it. This is about they, him. This is about Dabo. This point. yeah. Yeah, so he just give the kid a chance, but if you need to move on, if you hesitate on moving on, like that's how you get yourself in some trouble. Yeah, that that leads to more more problems down the road. I don't think with Clemson, we're gonna get into um, what happened with Travis Henry. Um, so Clemson, like you mentioned, Coach K having to adapt to the times. Clemson this year during the season they lost like four like four four stars to transfer portal. Um, recently they lost like two more. They had three D commitments, all from the IMG Academy, all four, four, four stars. And he said, which I kind of like, although now you might have to adapt that he is not in the college portal, not in the transfer portal, You're going to Clemson. He's recruiting you as a man. You're going to be a Clemson tiger. He's not going to look elsewhere. He's going high school to Clemson. That's it. Um, there are some rumors swirling that he's been flirting with a, um, a center from the University of Virginia. And the fact that he's slightly entertaining it, I like that he's not doing the transfer portal. But if we're being honest, and my life was on the line and like I got monetary value off Clemson wins, you have to adapt. Yeah, yeah, you have you to. You have to. If you're not capitalizing on the portal, you're just an idiot. I don't think there will be certain programs that can't recruit that will have to rely on the portal. I think your foundation should always be in good recruiting. But – two or three guys from the portal every year. I mean, I know even from Miami, we were terrible this year, but the last two years, like our two of our best defensive players have been from the portal, a kid from Georgia and a kid from UCLA. And, uh, you know, the kid from UCLA, Jalen Phillips ended up being like a top 15 pick. Oh, that DN from UCLA. Yeah. He, he was at UCLA had a, like was a huge high school prospect was there injured had concussion problems retired from football i, re- I do remember because i remember hearing yeah. the nfl speculation like, is it worth drafting a kid who might retire in day two <laughs> yeah yeah and look what happened to him but i'm saying like you can't there's nothing in life you can ignore completely like you can be hesitant to adapt but even saban has adapted like if saban's gonna take transfers and stuff why wouldn't you like who are you who are you you know yeah no, I'm, I'm with you one one thousand percent. Um, so what happened today was pretty interesting. Um, I thought it was kind of kind of douchey. Uh, what happened with Travis Henry? Um, so if you don't know who that is, because why would you? Most of the listeners aren't listening. He was the number two recruit out of what? How many kids go to Division one and uh, coming out of high school? Maybe like two thousand kids go to Division one every year. Maybe twenty five hundred. Yeah, he was number two out of that. So he's a big fucking deal. Um, he was committed to. 
um, Deion Sanders' alma mater, Florida State, forever. I think since his junior year. For a long fucking <laughs> time. You know, eight, Fuck 16, State. 18 months. I know. You're not a big Florida State fan. Um, and he decommitted today. And he he put on a whole charade. And he's actually going to HBCU's own Jackson State. What were you well, when you first saw that? What was your thoughts? What was your initial thought? My first thought was pure joy because I love seeing bad things happen to FSU. They've had a couple uh, decommitments recently, and I it makes my whole day better. My second thought was that's probably a mistake, and my third thought was mistake for who? The kid. I mean, yeah. If I'm looking at it from a player development standpoint. You have to play the best. It's exactly. like iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. It's cool. He made a big media splash. He'll make a bunch of money. Everyone will know his name. But like, and I love that Jackson State is, you know, doing whatever they do. But it's like, even fucking UVA would beat the brakes off Jackson State. Oh. Like, I don't, I don't oh. like people. Pret- I heard today on Pick Central that like daily Barstool podcast is. It's a terrible oh, no. podcast, but I but I listen. What, but they're horrible. like, they're like, why you know why isn't Jackson State eligible for the college football playoff? Like they're eleven and oh, one. Oh no, like, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no. Nobody like, said that. Nobody said that. Please Brandon tell me nobody Walker, said that. Brandon Walker, Bev, Marty Mush, and they're like, oh, they're a couple years away from like having a. They could have a really big program. I'm like, what are we talking about here? I got All... news for you. Mom's University is also FCS. They're down the road. Yeah. Yeah. They play. They play Villanova. They play Montana. They play the big boys. They would. They play James Madison. They would beat the brakes if they played Jackson State ten times. They beat them nine. That's Monmouth. Yeah. Look, I love the story about the that's HBCU ridiculous. Did they really say that, dude? I'll, it shocked me. They all said it. They're like, oh. oh yeah, like they're a couple years away from having a serious program. I don't know what we're talking Holy about shit. here. To me, it's a red flag, this kid, because I'm trying to think of the like behavioral psychology. of Why would you last second bail on Florida State? Okay, you could say he wants he's a cornerback. He wants to go be with Deion Sanders, one of the best to do it. Are we sure Deion Sanders is a good coach? Like The best players usually aren't good coaches. It's when something is naturally like super easy for you, it's hard to explain to someone who's not as talented how to do that. We've seen Mike Singletary fail as a coach. Tons of legendary players we've seen. I love him though. I love Singletary when he dropped his pants in the locker room. Oh yeah, he's a hardo. He's a total hardo. Yeah, that's why probably why he's a terrible coach. He's great player, terrible coach. Those are those are player moves, you know. Uh, But to me, it's like the kid. What's he running away from? Why don't you want to play the best? Obviously, his stats are going to be half his games aren't even going to be on TV. So. I don't know. It's different, though, because he can transfer if he wants to. And I was going to say Dion's probably not going to be at Jackson State that long. Like, he might not even be there after next yeah, year. If you're Florida State, what are you waiting on? Florida. Mike Norvell is not the I guy. Mean, dude, he coached high school football and then one coach of SWAC, Southwestern Athletic Conference football. You can't just – FSU is a huge job. You can't go from high school football to FSU. Like he's got to cut his teeth. Like I understand Florida. I wish they would hire him and he'd kill it in recruiting. Could he be in a figurehead position like um, Herman Edwards is at Arizona? 
and just kind of have coordinators and not really be an X's and O's guy, but basically being a figurehead to recruit. Yeah, I guarantee you he could recruit his ass off, but being a head coach of a program like that is a serious fucking job. There's only a couple people in the world that can do it. You know, a handful of people. That's why the yeah, but recruiting is so rate, recruiting right there is the main thing. And Mike Norvell can't recruit like that. I think it'd be his fucking. I think oh, today dude, was look, a shot across the a shot across the balance to Florida State. Hey, listen, look what we just look what I look what I Deion Sanders just did. And I think I tweeted out earlier and I got duped for a second. I didn't, I didn't tweet it or anything, but Barstool is going to come over the top because this is a top recruit. This is the first round draft pick. They're going to come over the top. I think this was involved. He's going to get a million dollar plus nil deal, easy. It makes sense. He'll get big money. He'll be in the news and everything. But the big money is down the line. The big money is not in college. I, I understand players should get as much as they can, but they shouldn't sacrifice their own development for monetary gain if they're an elite player. Because if he's a great college player and a bust in the NFL, it'd be like cool. You had a million dollar. You made like two million dollars in college, but. What are you going to do after that? You're, everybody's going to know you as the bus. Like the real yeah, money is is on Sundays. The real money comes on Sundays. Yeah, there's something to that. But if you if you dominate lower competition and you know you get all this notoriety from being at Jackson State and you know transcending the game, blah blah blah, you might be drafted first round just based off that. And that first round signing bonus alone is four and a half mil. Um, but not saying all these athletes you know spend their money well. Um, so we're going to transition to a, a, str- a strange thing before we get into some of the Kirk stuff. Um, have you been just noticing if you follow Fad Castle, you'll definitely be up to date, um, which I believe you do. Uh, of the yeah, soccer players Fad every Castle. fucking weekend collapsing on the field with heart issues, with breathing issues. Now, I've been wrong because I've been calling this even before it was a thing. I thought I still think Christian Erickson and the Euros – to me, there's still something fishy there. They say he wasn't vaccinated, but I don't know. Out of nowhere. As the kids say, cap. I've never seen that before. Cap. Cap. Yeah, yeah you're no. touching your cap. It, it does happen where I, I remember the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos had a cornerback who was at like a charity basketball tournament and just basically his heart just stopped. He died like nothing was wrong. It was heart condition. They didn't know. I know it's happened. To Minnesota Vikings players. had an old lineman, I think, from Miami who died. It doesn't ring bells, but you might be right. You might be right. Oh, I know Czech, Czech Teote, uh, Newcastle legend. Yes, right. Yes, yes, uh, yes. He was playing in China, and he dropped dead from cardiac arrest during practice. So it does happen, but it does seem to be happening way Corey more. Corey Stringer in 2001. Wow. Ohio yeah, State, Ohio State. First round pick, though. Yeah, see, so it does happen. I'm not going to pretend it. I've never heard of it, but it does seem to be happening at an alarming yeah. rate. A lot with soccer players, too. A Before the vaccine, it was happening once every other year. Now it's happening multiple times a weekend. Oh, I would say once every, like, couple years before the vaccine. Like, very, yeah. very, so much so that I can remember, like, the couple times it's happened in yeah, it stood out to you. Years, you know, yeah, it's it's if it was happening that often, I I wouldn't know the names of the people. I'd yeah, like, people oh, get yeah, lost in the weeds. 
Yeah. And people are like, yeah. oh, well, it's just soccer. Why is soccer? And I always tell people because soccer, what is soccer? It's cardio. It's run, 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 uh, fake a foul, kick a ball, run, 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 run. So it's, it's, if you're, if the vaccine is going to do adverse things to your heart, soccer is a sport where it's going to unfortunately, you know, rear its ugly head. And we're seeing it multiple times a weekend. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. Kun Aguero is the biggest example. And even, you know, just across sports right now, I know they've just started canceling a couple Premier League games because so many people have COVID. Uh, NFL, I think, has 75 players this week. NHL, yeah, they're having to the cancel most games. And it's weird because I've heard about a lot of people being uh, getting their booster shots recently. It's almost like right after you get a booster shot or a vaccine, like it's almost like you get COVID. It's very weird. I don't know. Bro. I, it's like really fucking weird. It's really weird. I don't know what's going on there, but shit. And what's yeah. funny is like more people have more vaccines than ever, like for for COVID, and the, the numbers are spreading. Like, hey, like what's the what's the solution? More shots. It's like, wait, you sound like me when I'm gambling for a week. I can't stop losing, and then I keep gambling more. At some point, intervene and get me out away from the fucking phone. Like I'm I'm digging my hole deeper. Like, do do people they not sound realize like what the someone? Fuck? Who what the fuck is going on? Who shit their pants and you're like, dude, did you shit your pants? I can smell it. And they're just like, no. And they just won't <laughs> admit that they shit their pants, even though you can smell it. And you're like, dude, it's not a big deal. Just admit that you yeah, shit your exactly. pants. Yeah, exactly. We like, can move on from this. Change. We can figure it out. I'm sure you didn't mean to shit your pants, but you definitely did. I can smell it. I heard it. And you know, that's basically what's going on with this fucking vaccine is they don't want to admit it doesn't work and they don't want to admit that they kind of rush things and it's kind of fucked up. And honestly, the the whole side effects things, the heart things, myocarditis, it's a it's a very small number of people. It's almost afterthought to me compared to like the real people, not the real victims, but most people who are victims and don't even realize it are the people that get this vaccine. They were told they don't have to wear a mask. They were told they're doing the right thing. And oh, now yeah. They're having to oh, get a yeah. Right from like, the get-go. Those are people who are just lied to. They basically yeah, believed what you said. They trusted you in good faith. And now instead of just telling them, like, wait, maybe we don't have this figured out yet. Or there's all these variants. They just are throwing another shot at them. It's just like, VD, admit you were wrong. Admit you were wrong. Get double jabbed. You won't be able to get it again. You'll be safe. You won't be able to spread it. And no more masks. Okay, maybe you'll be able to get it, but you can do still do X. Everything keeps changing. It's bullshit. So even if you took the jab for the convenience of it, which I think you're a fucking sellout and a cocksucker if you did, no offense. That's just my opinion. You were lied to because now you have to get the third one. And I, I got news for you. If you think the third one's the last one, okay, come at me at the fourth one. Oh, Mike, the fourth one's definitely the last one. They have governments in place. The Canadian government has a deal with Pfizer in place till 2024. Why? We're going to be on shot number five and six within the next calendar year. Mark my words. Oh, it's going to be quarterly. It's going to be quarterly. And I already yep. hear people saying, I've seen people say, oh, well, it's free. It's free. Nothing is free. People are making. Not only is it free, they're paying off. people to get it. Michael, is what did normal? I tell you? Well, we were discussing college football earlier. And, you know, Miami, who has never spent money and all of a sudden is dropping $100 million on coaches. Why did I tell – where is this money coming from that this private university made? COVID. They made all their money from their hospital during COVID, medical research. They quadrupled 
their fucking revenue during COVID. Like people are making yep. bank off this bank. Hey, Delonte Jones in here. He's got two gunshots. Hey, you guys want to give him a COVID test? Sure. Hey, he has it. All right, hundred thousand. Bang. Let's go. And no one. They're incentivized. People, even I, I don't hold it against people on the left who are like, I want to get my jab. I want to be safe. Do whatever you want. But just at at this point, you have to admit that a it's not working, and don't try to come at me with some like, oh, this is for um the greater good of society. Like no one is getting bankrolled off this because we all know people are making serious money off this. Intentions on large scale operations like this are never good. Everything is a business. Everyone's trying to get money for sure, and uh, the sheep are lining up. Well, I so, can't even go to a restaurant right now in Los Angeles and eat inside. I have to eat outside on the curb. But yet vaccinated people can eat inside with no mask, but they can also spread the virus. So why does oh, that's it matter? The best if, part. That's the best part. Matter? So unvaccinated people have to eat outside because they can spread the virus. But vaccinated people eat inside. The only difference, they say, is that vaccinated people don't get sick. But that's a restaurant. We're not talking about how sick people get. We're talking about transmission. And the transmission. Transmitted that's, you know, that's what they said today on first take with Molly Quirum, who's hot, um, and Stephen A. Smith. And they were talking about how there's so many positive tests compared to last year. And like, you know what a good solution is? Is if you're vaccinated and you're asymptomatic, you should be able to play. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. That no, that makes Wait, that makes no sense because you can be asymptomatic, but you'll still be spreading the motherfucker. If you're that worried about the spread, what are you talking about? Like yeah. how – and they said that. And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. It's like what do you mean? What are we really doing here? Just kick the unvaccinated players out of the league, put us on fucking gulags, and let's go on with our lives. There's no common sense to any of this shit. Let's just stop testing. What is the point of testing? Like – in Fear. Series, maybe, maybe there is a point of testing, and I'm I'm just saying this off the cuff. But what is the point of testing? Because if you're sick enough to where you have to go to the hospital, you it's know you have, you? The hospital, you have to go yeah. to the hospital. But if you're so, why are we testing people who are just? We don't test people for the stomach flu. We don't test. No, we don't. For, and by the way, uh, the, the regular flu is just as deadly. It's not more deadly per capita every year. We don't test. We don't. You don't. You know, you're not gonna test. You know, for the fucking the the winter flu. Oh, I think your Wi-Fi made shit out. But are you still with me? I'm here. Can you see me? Yeah. In order to go, yeah. In order to go, fucking grocery yeah. shopping, we'll test for the regular flu. It's just, it's so arbitrary. It's so ridiculous. If you don't see what's going on, if you don't think this is just a way to grab people's rights, I don't mean it's like a lunatic when I say that. Just grab your rights and change your way of life and have a hashtag new normal. You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot at this point. And I think I said this the other day, but I'll, I'll reiterate again. So my mother, Republican, George Bush fan, blah blah blah. You know, she hates Trump. She she drinks the Kool-Aid because she comes from a generation where you can trust the media. The media was your friend. They would tell you the truth. Why would they lie to you? You're crazy if you think they're lying to you. You're a lunatic. And I saw her the other day, and I was I, I told her, hey, Molly, you know, I, I want to get her, you know, if I grow, grow she's one of those people. Yeah, hey, I'm um, going to the Acme. Do you want anything? And she'll give you a list of 30 things. And you're like, oh, sweet. I, did, I just meant you want a pack of cigarettes. Now I'm getting fucking, you know, cucumbers for you, whatever. Um, So I'm dropping off stuff. I was like, hey, I need to take a piss. She's like, oh, no, sorry. So, oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, no, you're not vaccinated. I was like, oh. I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. She goes, you know, this thing would be over if people weren't like you. I go, okay, mom. I go, we're not going to get too deep into it because this will develop into a big argument. We go, you're vaccinated. You're more scared than anybody I know. You can still get it. You can still spread it. 
what's the difference? She goes, well, because Michael, the, the virus can cling on to unvaccinated hosts like you to spread it to the rest of us. I go, okay, we're good here, mom. Have a good day. See you. Nice, nice seeing you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> like that is such, <laughs> that is such an insane mindset to come from. You have to peel it away and think like, what is her intentions? Obviously they're good. What is the information she's getting? Why wouldn't she try? Like if they're saying this all on the, you know, TV and stuff, like she doesn't have the internet. You know, I think the same thing with my mom. My mom, I think is probably very similar to your mom, except she's not as that crazy about the vax. Like she thinks I should get it, but she's not like not going to let me see her or something or go in her house. But these people are the victims. Like they're, Oh yeah. They're not, they're not re- like, they have other stuff going on. They're old. They don't know yeah. how to look at real. They they come from a time where it's just like you just. Oh yeah, this is how it is. They say this is how it is. This is how it is. And I Sad. know that if I could go like if if my mom like I'm 28 right now. If my mom was 28 and she was in this current time, she would be like, "Fuck that the vaccine." Same mindset you know? as you. She she's just old. You know, like people get old. Yeah. They get worried about stuff, and they're taking advantage of that. You could say it's about power. Of course, everything's about power, but I honestly think it's more about money. Like, what's the best scam in the world? Convincing everyone in the globe that you need to get this thing. Like, it's in, it's incredible. It's it's really incredible. I, I'm trying to find a good parallel. And the world leaders like, don't co co-sign all of a sudden kill themselves. It'd be like if we started like um, vaccinating for like migraines or something. It's like it's just insane and it's, it's on such a global there's level there's no it, way to wrap your head around what's going but, on but it's happening the left the left will not admit that if you ask anyone that's super pro vaccine just ask them these questions who is making money off this or do you believe that someone is profiting someone in power is profiting off this pandemic they'll say no which it's immediately how you know you can't like which, take yeah right there seriously. there's no logic behind that and then, and then secondly, just ask them, like, when you took the vaccine, did you think you'd have to still wear a mask? Did you think you would still get the virus? And they'll say, well, if, oh, yeah, of course. Like, you could spread it, but just not as much. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. You either have it or you don't. And uh, they just won't admit that the vaccine didn't work how they wanted it to. And they won't admit that people are making a lot of money off this. Of course. And the best part is, well, if, I, if I'm fully vaccinated and I get it, I probably won't die. Yeah. And the average death rate of COVID, or the average survival rate is 99.8%. Like, so what? that's such an arbitrary, meaning nothing number. I, the vaccine's bullshit. The vaccine, and if it does, lower your symptoms. That's why you have such super spreader events, because people are walking Look, around not knowing they have it, spreading it to motherfuckers. Like, I think, I think it's bullshit on the extent that it's pushed. I think it should have been like the flu shot, where it's like you get a flu shot if you're old or you're vulnerable. Optional. You diabetes. It's like a thing yep. that you know you should get. Like, oh, yeah, if I got the flu pretty bad, I might die because I'm fucking 65 yep. and I got issues. Like, my parents are in their 60s. Like, they should probably get the vaccine. Long-term effects, not going to be an issue. They're not having kids. Like, yeah. Um, and now, dude, in California, they're about to mandate that kids from 5 to 11 have to get the fucking vaccine. And as soon as the kids from 5 to 11, guess what they're on to next? Newborns. And I'm not joking. There are zero kids in that age range that have died from COVID. Zero. 
and they're gonna make these kids get the fucking vaccine. It's insane. That's it's where you just you know when they say trust the science, look them right there. I go, you're a fucking cocksucker. I hate you. you. You're not you're not following the science at all. Leave us alone. Why are kids they are why are they so insistent that we get this vaccine when they don't care that millions of people a year die from drug addiction, alcoholism, diabetes, heart disease because they eat fucking McDonald's every day. They don't give a shit about that because there's money. But now there's this vaccine that like, oh, everybody has to get this because we suddenly care about people dying. Bullshit. Like it's bullshit. So, it's we're living in we're living in end times. I mean, I don't know if there's a fucking way around it. Speaking of end times, end times are here. I broke this news to you for talking loud, saying nothing. Insane. I've been yeah. sensing the drama. So tell me, lay it out for me. What do you know? Because I've been sensing the drama. Jay versus Daver. Daver's a diva. Everybody knows it's terrible to work for Daver. Um, very talented yeah, yeah. He, on air. He's a big. He's like Terrell Owens without the talent. He's like Terrell Owens without the talent. Definitely. He's like Terrell Owens, but he's like the best kid at your high school. Like not in the NFL. You know, like there's a million of them. He's actually calling me right now. Hey, what's going Answer. on? I'm actually recording on Tom Day's World, The Vigilance Dave. We're actually talking about talking loud, saying nothing right now. Do you have anything to say before I hang up? <laughs> no, not at all. All right, see you later. later. <laughs> there he is. There's a cameo from Talking Loud, Say Nothing Star. Uh, Vision, uh, not Vigilance Dave, uh, David from Hull. But um, no, so pretty much the way I found out, and I thought they were lying, um, was in the gambling chat. I forget how it came about, but um, sure I think Dave was bitching and moaning. Dave was Are bitching and moaning about the show not being released yet. And then I was like, yo, oh, yeah. I was like, Jay, release the show. You know, what's taking so long? He goes, who gives a fuck? It's the last show we're going to release anyway. And then I laugh, react at it. I was like, ha ha. He goes, no, I'm serious. I was like, all right, dude, sure. And then I, sp- I spoke to Dave later on in the day, and he was like, yeah, no, like, for real, like, we actually, if you release the show ever, we talk about it. He's like, we're going to go up until the Super Bowl. But he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm sick of the drive. Um, drive up there. And yeah, and there's just, I guess talking loud, say nothing is uh, going to be no more uh, within the calendar year. That hurts my heart. That hurts my heart to hear that. I enjoy that show. I enjoy the NFL pick show they do. There's no need to put the nail in the coffin. Just lay it to rest for a little while. I, more than anyone, understand I don't know how you do this show consistently because I love doing a show for like three or four weeks. And then by week five, I'm like, this is the most annoying thing. I don't want to fucking do this right now. But once I do it, it's fine. It's just like, I'm like, oh, this is such a chore. Getting, getting actually into it. Yeah, yeah. So I I appreciate your consistency. And I, I never uh, look down on people for quitting because it is fucking, it's all a pastime, you know, it's for fun. They do it pretty hardcore too. They got the studio, the cameras, you know, four or yeah, five Jay's people involved. All I would say is that no need to fully lay it to rest. Let's not put the nail in the coffin. Let's just take a little vacation, figure it out. At least keep doing the pick show. The pick show is great. Everyone likes talking about picks. Um, but yeah, that hurts my heart to hear that. Yeah, you look like a hurt puppy when I said that earlier. Um, it does. Yeah, no, so I think it's interesting, and what also is interesting, so I think also, not to get into his personal life too much, Jay's, but I think he's going to start his own company soon, so which this, this is the most confusing part. He's like made this incredible, beautiful studio. I think he's going to 
reiterate like reiterate his basement like change i just use reiterate reiterate wrong i think my apologies he's gonna redo his uh, basement renovate Renovate. that's what i was looking for i came up reiterate um he's gonna renovate his basement although he just finished it for a studio now more family-based more work-based um so i think that's also where they recorded that show false 10 or whatever um so i don't think that's happening anymore so and dave said he lost the passion for it that dude loves the sound of his voice more than anybody you know. So he's yeah. going to have to find a new way to facilitate that lust for his own voice. So we'll see. Um, he he made it funny. He talked to him. Uh, he's going to beg people. Like, he's going to do the whole thing. Like, oh, I don't want to do show. He's going to make beg. He's going to make people beg for him to stay. Like, oh, you can't go away, Dave. Like, you're so good. I know. He's he definitely that. looking. Part of him is looking for that. But he is. I, I love Daver. I love arguing with him. We agree on pretty much nothing which is great but we have great sports arguments um he's good on air even menner said it he's a great voice he's a great voice hardest critic hard voice he knows how to structure things his takes are terrible i'm not horrible horrible he has a good radio voice that's literally all it is people get lost in the radio voice yeah the way he presents his terrible takes are great so um yeah it'd be a shame it'd be a shame it'd be a shame and but you know it's funny in in the same chat though um so before I get to the next thing, so if you had, I know you're not going to answer this, but put your big boy pants on, answer this. If you were a radio exec and you had to break down the the talents or the the prospectus of having solo shows like Francesa of the four main hosts, what would you rank them in level of talent levels? One to four. Out of the talking loud guys. Yeah. Um. As a host, see, as a host, it's tough because Jay's not a good host, but he's a great producer. His picks are sharp. He picks his spots. He knows when to talk. Daver is the most natural on-air broadcaster, but everything he says is garbage. So <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter what you say. It's how you say it. So I'll put Daver one. Okay, that's fair. Um, no brainer, actually. I'd probably go with the chain number two. The chain, Ooh, super likable. Um, you know, he's got the wacky, the, you know, the wacky persona. Three, I go Phil. Everybody loves Phil. Loyal. Oh, he, man. Kind of, he's kind of the punching bag. You know, everyone, you can shit on Phil. He'll take it in stride. You always know what Phil's going to say. Um, I like Damn. the suit, too, but I'll put the suit at four. And who else is there? I got the suit, the chain, Daver, and Jay. That's everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, I was I was I was curious to hear the back end of that. That's um Well, what are your rankings? Intriguing. What are your rankings? Uh if I was like a radio exec, um obviously Dave, I wish, Dave I wish you writer. knew how to edit. I wish you knew how to edit because I regret saying Dave won so much because Yeah, dude, if I could edit, I would edit it out, but I can't. So <laughs> I wish you could it's edit either we start out. over 42 minutes ago, <laughs> which we can, or we just leave that in there. Um I would go Dave won. He has a great radio voice. Um some of the stuff he says is so fucking stupid. But if you don't really pay that close attention to sports, you won't pick up on it, so he'll sound brilliant. Um Two, I would go the chain. Um, just because I like I like the when he was on uh, the Gen Zone, he was incredibly nervous. So maybe I would like make him do a couple shots before he went on the area, or you know, which Curtis did apparently. So that that can be done. Um, three, I would go Jay, just because he could produce his own shit. Maybe had some good sound drops. 
drops and speak every once in a while. Four is Phil. Four, I mean, Phil's... Listen. Oh, you're a Phil hater. I can't stand you, Phil haters. I can't stand you. Listen, listen. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Phil, you know, he did seventh grade twice for a reason. He's not the brightest bulb in the pack. I did you know? seventh grade twice. Shout out to Phil. I also did seventh grade twice. Did you really? Yeah, but it's because I switched from public school to an elite private school. Oh, okay. It's not It's not because yeah, you so. couldn't spell your own name right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Okay, that, that was Phil's issue. Yeah, he kept spelling <laughs> Phil with a fucking X. Everyone was confused about it. But eventually, they just pushed him through. Um, but yeah, talking about saying nothing is going to be no more eventually. That's It's shocking, apparently. But they're talking about <laughs> still Do doing. And this, I, would, I, would, I would listen to this religiously. They're talking about doing the F-Rod show. Solo? Well, I think with Jay's assistance as like the second voice, but producing it. So basically they're firing, firing Dave. Yeah, and a, a long way to say it, yes. Yeah, they're basically just getting rid of Dave. Yep. Uh I'm a I'm a believer. I would support anything Phil does. I love Phil. He's the epitome of what a sports fan should be. You should be a hundred percent loyal, a hundred percent biased. You should be delusional to the max. I love him for that. The Patriots are going to win 100 Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, and speaking of fucking big dummies, um, what do you think about this whole Tibbetts sitch? Kind of wild. So I was on the back end of it. I don't I – I was a little bit out of the loop. I was catching back up. Um Pretty crazy. I mean, the guy is a fucking lunatic. I would be. I'm glad I live on the opposite side of the country of him. Oh, he's I'd be scared if he was after me. He's a problem. He's a serious yeah, problem. Yeah. Um. Like, regardless of the consequence of how it got there, everybody's at least from what I've seen on the internet, it's well documented. People know that he's a lunatic. You know what you're gonna get out of him. So. If you're, I think it was a joke gone bad. I think it was a prank. So, yeah, so let, let me ask you about far. that. You, you you opened it up to it. So I'm gonna piss while you're talking, but I can still the... hear you. I'm gonna oh yeah, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our Wi-Fi's are not. Um, something's going on here. Maybe the government's intervening. What is the best case scenario of this joke? So if you're Fez, if you're these these trolls, and you reach out to this guy to initiate this so-called joke, what is the best case scenario? What do you get out of this? The best case scenario would be he just makes a little video shitting on Kirk, you know, calling him a pussy for uh, taking mental health leaves, just everything without the family. I think the family, um, the oh, threatening no. of, I'm spinning. You have me. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, keep going. You're back. The threat, uh, the threat of the families, uh, whether how serious it is or not. I've gone back on kind of done some research on this guy. Every day he's kind of doing this, like threatening. He he threatens to kill a lot of people. So it's not <laughs> like um, that's such an insane thing to say. Yeah, it's not a very specific like. Oh, you're the only like. There, I saw some guy who like sold merch for him. He was like threatening to kill this guy but then he got arrested for smoking crack outside a strip club so this guy's a loose cannon it's not like yeah uh, you're the only one on his radar but it is um i would be worried 
I'd be worried. The best case scenario would be he just makes a video uh, talking shit about Kurt. Everything without the family stuff, basically, I think. So I do think you think that's if you're them, you think the juice is worth a squeeze? Like, do you think it was like worth it? Like, what's the... Uh, I mean, you made a splash, so, I mean... They already don't like Kirk, so they're not worried about like pissing him off. So, well, why do they listen to every show? Why do they listen Uh, to every show? Man, I mean, even myself, I can say sometimes it's fun to just like be mean and say mean things about people. Uh, it's just as fun to hate something as it is to enjoy something sometimes, not all the time. It gets to a level where it's like, um, maybe my time could be better spent, but it's just it's fun to bitch about stuff, especially uh, with mutual. It's just like any kind of inside joke. It's like, you just, I have football players or athletes that I hate that I'll shit on with my brother and I'll say terrible things. Like I, you know, wish injury upon them. And sometimes it's just fun to be a, a fucking dirt bag, but the family thing is different. I don't have kids, so I don't really like, I know Craig gets offended by dead kid jokes. Like it doesn't affect me because I don't have kids. Um, but I don't, knowing the parties involved, they're saying, oh, I can't control this guy. We just, you know, basically lied to him to troll him to say something. And then he went, but how did he know that, uh, how did Tibbis know that Kirk had a a daughter and a son? Like, did they put him up to that? Like, was it a lucky guess? I'm sure it didn't take much researching. You know, you know given the years 2021, you could Google that. Are you dude, friends with the is, uh, with the souls? That dude is smoking crack outside of strip clubs. He's not doing research on fucking Kirk's kids. You know. True. So that means uh, that's the assumption that they gave it to him. Are you friendly with the uh, the trolls, Fez and Sneaks? You know, I I used to really like Fez. We used to have a lot of fun together. I've recently like talked to him a little. I blocked him for months. Uh, and then unblocked him, and he recently unblocked me. I've talked to him a little bit. I, I really like Fez. I think he's funny. I think he gets uh, too deep into it. Sneaks, he's funny sometimes. Uh, everything's always obviously funnier when you're not down the barrel of it. But I, I don't think he's as evil as people make him out to be. But I also don't think, um, you know, the people in his camp who's just like, oh, nothing, you know, everyone's just having fun. It's like, no, you're not having fun. You're trying to fuck with people just yeah, but you're being own, malicious own at some up point to for a reason. yeah just own up yeah, to yeah, it yeah, just exactly. like i said sometimes it's fun to be mean just say something like that you're not an angel you own up you know? to so it. It, it's somewhere it's somewhere in the middle i'd say but i don't really interact with yeah. sneaks i like fez i liked fez we'll see if he can get back on track um i'm a team link guy link coaching tree so i'm not really allowed to right. like those guys yeah yeah, so if you were uh, – you, you mentioned earlier you're obviously not Kirk. You don't have kids. But if you were Kirk and you're in a Freaky Friday situation, you guys change bodies and you can't go back, how would you have handled the situation? I don't know because it's really hard to say. I mean, you get it too. Like, you don't have kids. It's hard to understand how you'd react when you have kids versus, versus when you don't. I think that's kind of a transcendental moment in life, but – yeah, look, if you're trying to aggravate someone and they get aggravated, how mad can you be? Like, that's the goal. Um, I think even Sneak said, like, yeah, I wouldn't get a restraining order on Tibbets too, if he was after me. So um, I can't honestly give a reaction, an answer on to how I would react. I'm fucking uh, a lunatic. So I imagine if I had kids, I'd probably like 
You'd be just as crazy, but in the opposite way. Oh, I probably, I think I'd be probably worse. Yeah, I think I would have been way more mad. I think I would have been way more mad. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's 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 a respectable answer. I I I respect that. Um, we're good. We're doing good on time. Um, I don't know if anyone's gonna be able to hear this because our our Wi-Fi has been fucking sketchy as shit the whole time. I think we just flashed out there for a second. This just might just be me and you all night. It hasn't cut out for me once. It's been oh my on. shit's been whoo. I just been ignoring it. Like if oh if I ignored it, it'll go away. It's been rearing yeah. its ugly head. I think we're actually good, but we could be wrong. Um, that's classic uh, Monte's world charm. If you can't yeah, that's how we operate sound. here. I listen. I, I hooked up the microphone, so that's one step Sounds at good. a time. Episode forty nine, by the way. Who thought we got here? Not me. Um, but we are here. Um, let's talk about a little KMS rough and rowdy. Um, so Dude, I gotta couple- say, I got I got. My respect for your boy went up a little bit. They do? You know? Go ahead. I love yeah, you. Definitely, look, anyone that's going to step in the ring, he didn't run like a bitch. You know, I don't always agree with how he carries himself. I, I'm on the other side of the river. I'm on the other side of the fence. But I do think uh, he probably, in the public eye, he didn't win the fight. But I think He might as well won. have. Kind of like Portnoy said, both people won. Jerry, you know, people are going to love him, whatever. Did I, having bought like 10 Rough and Rowdies, did I really expect a knockout? No. It's always, Rough and Rowdy, I love it, but it's always kind of a letdown. It's an amateur boxing fight. The dudes are wildly out of shape. They don't have knockout power. It would look like me fighting you would be terrible. Like nobody, you know, we're not athletes. We're not able to perform on a high level like that it's always entertaining but i feel like the main fights are always kind of a letdown so that was my expectation going in i had a three-round decision jerry as my prediction i was right but i did have respect for your boy he did i he didn't flop he didn't run like a bitch you know he 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 got in the ring he held his own yeah no he yeah he it was it was a good show it was awesome event to be at um oh who would your ideal wait 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 Paint the picture to me of like so they're in a are they in like a high school gym or like what what is it in? Oh no, dude, we were across the street in the Marriott and um this arena was so Charleston. So let me let me uh, let me really paint the picture. So West Virginia, from what I knew, so I got into five and a half hours from New Jersey. I got into West Virginia and I saw um Morgantown, which what do we know? Morgantown, that's West Virginia University. That's Tavon Austin. That's Geno Smith, Bruce Servin. We know the boys, right? Pat McAfee. We know you. Pat McAfee. We know the boys, right? So, oh, shit. I'm close. Let's go. I threw one last lip in. I'll be there in a half hour. Don't worry about it. We're there. Right? And I'm driving. And my phone told me, you're you're, you're straight on this road for 300 miles. So, this is like an hour and a half into it. Oh, I'm I'm here. So, as soon as I get past Morgantown, because I heard it past it, I plug in my phone. Charleston, West Virginia. That motherfucker said, stay straight for 190 miles. Like, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? What do you mean? We're here. We're here. So Morgantown is essentially like Pittsburgh adjacent. And Charleston was nowhere, 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 nowhere. City in a valley because you're in Appalachian Mountain. City in a valley. Kind of cool. Really white trashy. And... It was a strip of hotels, and across the street was the convention center. Probably seated 10,000 people, but this stuck out in my head because I remember from the Randy Moss documentary, when he went to Rand Crazy. High School, I think. Yeah. His high school 
playoff championship was at this arena. I remember watching the 30 for 30. I remember seeing this three years ago. That place is kind of big. It was kind of big. It that's was. A, that's, if that's you not were what just I had in mind. Charleston, if you were just in Charleston, you would think this is a normal place. But, bro, you get outside. Whew, shit. Whew. It, West Virginia is. It was just. I mean, a diff, different animal. It's just. So bizarro from California to New Jersey, there's nothing like West Virginia. I was driving home and I'd be going through a different county every 15 minutes. I was like, why am I in a new county right now? I haven't seen a human being. I'm a new ca- you might you might be the only person in your county. You'd be the king of your county, be the only one there. It was so did weird. You, did you take my advice and try meth? I'm still on it. Yes, yes. I haven't slept in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh West Virginia. Great advice. I've never- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, while in when in Rome, when in West Virginia, um, yeah, I guess so in that. my I head, I in my head, I had it painted as like a high school gymnasium. That you say, no, dude, like it was a legitimate. Yeah, they had beer vendors, they had food vendors. So it in was person. Fucking... Uh, what was the at? Was it loud? Like the atmosphere? It looked pretty crazy. Unbelievable, dude. Um, just even from being in the um the hotel with the, some of the fighters, like a couple of these really big rednecks were, were going up to Nadu because they recognized them. Like, hey man, I'm crazy bird, but I'm a big <laughs> fan of your ball. And you're like, oh man, this dude, and he's there with his father, right? The father's there. You're like, oh <laughs> shit. Um, and he, of course, you know me. I went out to, to lunch with Mima at noon. I'm drinking whiskeys, I'm drinking fucking 32 ounce beers. We did the math. I probably drank 30 beers that day. I was fucking pretty browned out by like the time Nadu fought afterwards. But it was an awesome time. I remember, like, I had the I had the um the credentials, so I was able to sit in front front row. And between every three fights, I had this thing. Every three fights, I would drink one and a half of the Tall Boys. So that's twenty four ounces. <laughs> so it's a lot. Of, and then as soon as the fight would go, I would run up the stairs, and people were yes. tipping there because in New Jersey, I'm, yeah. I'm used to tipping pretty heavy. So I'd go up there. It'd be fucking you know fourteen bucks for two Tall Boys. I would tip twenty two. And I'll run back down. And it was at a great little rhythm going. Unbelievable time. If you haven't been to see, West Virginia, you got to go to one. That X, see, 14 for the two tall boys. I'm sliding a 20. The fact that you're putting a 22 out there is like, that's very classy. Oh, yeah. I went there with a shit ton of money. I didn't spend it. So in my, in my head, I was like, you might as well. Because I don't know. I, I, spent, I spent a lot of money. I mean. I, it was a good time. It was one of those situations where I woke up the next morning. I like looked next door and I looked over and I saw my pants were like inside out. And I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> like you were fucked up last night. And the so, last memory I had, like we're in like a Nadu's hotel room, like parcel people. I was like, oh, I'm sure I had a great impression on people. It, but it was, it was an unbelievable time. Were you just like, What's in, uh, Nadu's, you're just in Nadu's uh, hotel room, just like talking about the vaccine. With a I'll tell you what. Look at Nadu's fucking uh, Twitter recently. He's... I think you red pilled him. I think you red pilled him. Imagine, yeah, you might have a MAGA hat on soon. Yeah, he's been going at. He's been going after people. But um, so, similar to how I ranked uh, talking loud, saying nothing, people. I'm gonna rank the gambling chat people that I interact with on Twitter, excluding Dave. Ooh, I like and them. This. I'm gonna put Montante's my one, one, one. Ooh. Um, Mima too. I like Mima. I really I think me and Mima would be friends in real life. I'll put uh Barry the Sharp at three. Okay. And then at ninety-five thousand, 
I'll put Robinson's rules. <laughs> I hate that guy. I hate him. I don't even remember why I hate him. He hates me. I hate him. And it's just a healthy hatred. But fuck Robinson's rules. Yeah, I think he's a listener, but if he sees you on, he will not listen to this. So you can just free range. Oh, he will not want. listen to this. We hate each other. I don't yeah, remember how. I, I don't remember that. how it started. I, I think I sent him a picture of my penis. Is how it started. Yes, I, think I can was... confirm you did. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't actually my penis, but it was. That's what penis. I. That's literally what I said. <laughs> no, I. Just that's Googled what I said. Dick, I googled dick pic and just sent. That's I got look... t- tattoos on my hands. It's on my hand. You know. I've seen the picture. It, it, it's a nice hog. It's not it's yeah, better no, than my dick. He's a hog. Better than my oh, dick. Better than my dick. You're strapped up. That that's um, that's that's good to hear. But I want to touch up. I want to. I'm curious to hear this this thing. I want to ask: If you were to fight in rough and rowdy, and this is as serious as it can be, who would you like Ziggy to fight? Robinson. Who? Ziggy Robinson. Ziggy Robinson. Okay, so give me like the breakdown of Ziggy, his uh, personal. My last story. DM to Ziggy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read my last DM to Ziggy. I think it just says, um, "How old is Ziggy?" Uh, I think he's about my age, but he's got kids, so he's older. My last DM to Ziggy, December 11th, R and R 17. Let's settle this. Ooh, no response. No response. Oh, what a pussy. Yeah, the offers that he can fight in his dog mask if he wants. Um, oh, imagine that! <laughs> in his mask, just as Ziggy Robinson in his little. That dog would mask. be all. <laughs> it'd be, great. be all it'd time. Be great. Yeah. No. It'd what probably, do you think would be uh, um, the the two no, most actually, selling like, meta fans? What would be the two most the two biggest selling meta fans in a rough and rowdy fight if you had like two months to promote it? Um. That's a great question. Who hates each uh probably Carano versus Cullinane. If I'm not going there, I'll go Oh imagine that's a Actually, good answer. And if it's not them, it's sneakers will have to be in. Who who does uh sneaker who hates sneakers? Maybe sneakers Carano, but um that would do numbers. That would do numbers. So if if, so. if so if it was Carano versus Cullinane, what would that line be if you were the book? <laughs> oh my god, that line would be just take the decision. Like these guys got pencil arms. Oh no one knows the decision yeah. minus two thousand. No one's getting knocked out. Yeah. But I'm saying, what would what would you make the decision on? I I think I would have to have Carano as the favorite. Just oh yeah, Cullinane oh yeah, okay, such, okay. Cullinane is being such a yes. bitch. Yes. Cullinane is such a bitch. I like Cullinane. I think it'd be more, Carano but... minus two ten. <laughs> and also, I. From what I hear about people who've seen Carano and I mean uh, Cullinane in person, he's like a hundred and four. Like the way he does his hit show or stuff, he doesn't uh, portray how emaciated or disgusting looking he is. I've seen. I oh, know he, he he's a he's, grotesque looking individual. He looks yeah, malnourished. He, he he has good angles on his other shows because I never seen that. And then like you see pictures of him at the live show, he looks like he just like stumbled out of Auschwitz. No, dude, he he's pretty fuck. He looks like he survives off vitamins and just drinks for a living. <laughs> he's gross looking. Yeah, disgusting. He's really, 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 really gross. So on on so I I agree with you big time on that. Um, that being said, in a, in a bizarre world, there has been enough promotion for this. Would you agree that Kirk? Versus Murchison, a rough and rowdy a year out from now would be the biggest rough and rowdy by far ever. 
Kirk versus Murchison. I think Kirk could have a better opponent than Murchison just because he's such a no, like, what, shadow. What, what are you, how? I think Kirk versus Josh. Joshua DM. Kirk versus no, DM. no, because no, no, no. Kirk or, versus Murchison because now Murchison is going to have to no, Kirk versus K Marco would do bigger numbers than Kirk versus Murchison. Yeah, no, I'm no saying Murchison because these two have been building up the fight the fight space for years now. I think Kirk versus yeah, Murchison would be unbelievable. For Mina fans, but like Murchison is like a slimy, like uh But he's attacking, uh, he's attacking he's attacking Barcel now. True. That's true. What about like um who would Portnoy fight if he was in put himself in a rough and rowdy and how many Portnoy oh, could he sell? You know, I mean bizarre uh, let's go fight by fight. So if he fought so I guess before, if he fought Murchison, what would that line be? Because I think Murchison's like eight inches tall than him, right? Isn't Murchison like six five? <laughs> I, I got no idea. He looks like a um I don't know. He also looks like he might have just stumbled out of Auschwitz. Like he's got a creepy look to him, but yeah, I don't know how big done. he is or what, you know. Um I know his um his seed didn't produce a strong man, so I think he's weak. I think he's a It weak. produced a strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> strong woman, yeah. It produced a, a very the strongest of women, the strongest yeah, type so of woman you can awesome find. Awesome Adam's apple. A plus Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the type of woman that's just actually a man. Um, <laughs> type uh, of woman that could win win a, a you know a swimming competition in the um, University of Pennsylvania. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. No. Yeah, I so, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so so gross. But uh, for Portnoy, I think um, maybe who's that scumbag that fucking broke up? Call you call you call her daddy. Peter Nelson. <laughs> but I think Peter Nelson. What, what if he just did a rough and rowdy, uh, rough and rowdy fighting um, Julia Black? Is that the author of the hit piece? He just yeah, oh, I, I would love that. I would, I would, I would watch he that. Just I mean, fought I, a woman. Oh, that'd be I would, I would, they should uh, have uh, um, they should have rough and rowdies that are men versus women. I think that would be. I listen, would if you guys want equality, <laughs> you might have to just have that. Yeah, you can you find know? some. Uh, so I have this argument with my brother. And one of his friends. So the the smallest. So say um UFC women's fighter in the okay. 120 pound weight class. Okay. Not the best. Not the best one. But do you think there's a woman in the who's fought in the UFC in the 120 pound weight class that you could beat the shit out of? I say yes. They both are pussies and say they could get their ass. Kicked I would say 120 pound. I, I would woman. be able to kill. I would be able to kill her in under a minute. <laughs> But if it came down to like you can only box her, I'll get my ass kicked. But if yeah, I can just not, tap I'm not talking over cardio, pack. I'm talking a primal fight. No, no, no. I would no. I, she'd be she'd be dead under a minute. I'm. I would weigh yeah. double her body weight. I would tackle Thank her you. to the ground, and she'd I she'd be dead within under a minute. Easy, like no issue about it. I, like where I work, I do you know. There's forms of manual labor, and I have women that I work alongside, and I think it's slept on just how much stronger, even an unathletic, weak man is than a woman. Like they're just it's nature. It's no no disrespect. I love me, I love me some women, but uh, I think people forget just like how much stronger men are than them. <laughs> yeah, and then if you okay, forget, so I- let a, let a man transition and remind you. Yeah, break all your records. 
I'm yeah. glad you agreed with me though, because like they had me second guessing myself. Like, oh no, you'd get the shit kicked out of you by 120. I'm like, I could just pick her up. No, don't let them. I'm telling you, go into specifics, but I would beat her ass. Yeah, but if it was like, hey, like it's a boxing match, you can only box. Like I get, oh, I'd different. probably get my butt kicked. But if it's like, hey, it's primal, like Survivor of the Fittest, she's yeah. dead within a minute. I'm killing her. Yeah, dead. That's just the way nature works. <laughs> Damn, that's the truth right there. <laughs> it's just the way it works. That's what. So what do we um? So this is the end of Montez World Forty Nine. Who do we get on in the next? I'd say yeah, probably end of January. Who do we get on for a nice? I like doing the third wheels. So I like doing the um the blind drafts. Who do we get on for a third wheel? I mean, what, is Meemaw too much of a pussy to come on the show or what? I've never heard Meemaw on anything. Dude, Meemaw's so on? weird. He's like when I was out with him, he thinks like he's like a rock star. So like he's like, oh, you can't like tweet out your he he's he's like scared of getting docs. Like, dude, you're like not a you're a nobody. So maybe, but he might be like. Oh, so and so could recognize my voice. My life would be over. I'm like, all right, dude. Um, it's a fair, it's a fair concern. Unfortunately, is it? It's Montante's world, bro. <laughs> it's Montante's world. It's unlikely, but there are like, it wouldn't come just randomly. He'd have to piss someone off who wanted to ruin his life. But I understand where people are coming from. With Ned that. Stark wants to join with us. Ned Stark was great on your show, by the way. Like, really. Really, uh, really Ned Stark's cool. unbelievable at all times. Yeah. I love Ned. Just so like let's do so that. Montage will 52 or 53. We'll, we'll, we'll do yeah. that. Dude, I love this show. I got jealous when I saw a gig, got an hour and a half. I'm glad we went long. I'll come on the yeah, show. Yeah, but a buck 10 is pretty solid. Yeah, I love this I'm about show. To, uh, love dude, it's only 10 20. We have time. I have time to game. Did it, but hold on. Did my, did my bet win? Check your bet, and while you're checking I need your bet, Shea Alexander to have six rebounds. He had two at halftime. If Shea Alexander, say Gildress Alexander, if he has six or more rebounds, oh, I'm gonna be fucking hard as a rock. I know team. I will tell on. you. Um, I will tell you one thing that after living, I grew up on the East Coast. NBA scores twenty. Since moving to the West Coast. I could never move to the East Coast again for like what time your sports are. You got it? He's five rebounds. That cocksucker. I need one more. It's four minutes. Oh, four you minutes. It. You got it. Cash, I don't cash. know if I do have it. Cash it. Cash it. What's the score? It's close. Yeah, 97 95. So he's probably playing. Give me a rebound. Yeah, you're, dude, you're give good. me one rebound. Shay Gildress, give me one rebound, you cocksucker. Let me make I sure. Ah. Valachunas rebounds, bang. Brandon Ingram, bang. I need one rebound. I got four and a half minutes. Cash, cash. So yeah, let's 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 run this back. Um, I would say January. Oh, next time we do a show, I'll be thirty. That's pretty. I'm coming up on. I'm not coming up on it, but I think I'm. You born in ninety one? Ninety two. Nine days into it. Oh, I'm ninety two as well. So fuck. I guess I, I think I'm twenty nine. Then right. That means I'm twenty nine. Yeah. Shit, yeah, you yeah, referred to yourself earlier as 28. You were, I think you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude. I Anytime anyone asks me how old I am, I just say I'm born in 92 because I honestly stopped counting at like 22. I think after, for like after some point, who cares? You know, I think for like three straight years, I just said I was 24, you know, and I just wasn't 24. Like, yeah, you're also high in meth, so you have excuses built in. No, nah, 
even pre meth, you know, pre hard drug use, I would I the last never the get last thing I'm gonna ask you now that you're not now you're off meth. So I love the Chargers tomorrow, but it seems like everybody I know loves the Chargers plus four. Tell me, convince me. You have you have a minute. Go. I'll say you this. I'll tell you the same thing because I'm I'm a Chiefs fan, but I'm also a self aware man. Normally, I would fade the Chiefs here, but Chargers. Everyone's on Chargers plus money. Public dogs die. Public dogs die. Public dogs die. That's all I have to say. Oh, all right. Well, thank you. I'm at the I'm at the watch I mean, this you, game win. I'm gonna if you, load up on on KC. Public dogs die. Lock it. Mortal lock. No Chris Jones. We'll be okay. Pat's gonna put the team on his back. Public dogs die. Does Daryl Williams score plus one seventy? Does Daryl Williams score plus one seventy? I mean, shit. Uh, that's tough. Plus plus what? One seventy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it on plus one seventy. Okay. You need some more juice than that. You need some more juice than that. I already did. Too late. All right. Thank you. I'm gonna <laughs> hammer them. Thank you for coming on a third time. I was looking for a little more su- uh, support right there, but uh, it was a blessing. Thank you, sir.